Hi, it's Mark from Saigon English. Today I'm going to talk about how to study IELTS. If you've taken the IELTS exam more than once and have not yet achieved your target score, it's likely for the following reasons. Firstly, you could be booking your exam before you're ready. Maybe you've taken a general course with no feedback, or you're studying at home without using the right materials. Or perhaps you don't really know how the test is evaluated and what the examiner requires from you. We don't yet have the official figures for those who took the IELTS exam last year, but in 2019, over 3.7 million candidates took the test. Here in Vietnam, the overall average result was band score 6.1 for both the academic and general training test. And we know that only 40% of candidates achieve 6.5 or above. The remaining 60% of test takers achieved band 6 and below. This shows that candidates are either taking the test too early and or not preparing effectively because the majority of students want to achieve at least 6.5 in order to study abroad. So, what are the reasons why a large majority of candidates fail to achieve their target? In this video, I'm going to talk about these reasons and explain what you need to do to achieve your target band score. The most important factor which might surprise many students is mindset, the established set of attitudes uh, held by someone. In education, mindset reflects the underlying beliefs people have about learning and intelligence. When it comes to IELTS, a positive mindset is more important than ability, and your mindset will determine your score. Students who fail the test often believe that, firstly, they can learn tips to pass the test quickly. Secondly, it's possible to pass the test without much work. Uh, and some also feel that outside factors are to blame for their low score. For example, the test was hard, they were unlucky, or maybe the examiner was difficult. And finally, students who have had little or no feedback sometimes believe that their ability level is higher than it really is. And this often happens when they set unrealistic targets. To do well in the exam, you need more than just the overall target required to study abroad. You also need to set realistic targets for each of the four skills, which will give you the average you need. For example, if you need to achieve an overall 6.5 to study in Canada, you should target 7 for listening and reading, 6.5 for speaking, and 6 for writing. Students with a positive mindset don't pay attention to what people say on the internet about the IELTS exam. They don't believe there are ways to go from band 5 to band 7 in two weeks. And they don't try and memorize answers to questions in the speaking test. When students believe they can get smarter, they understand that effort makes them stronger. So they put in the extra time and effort, and that leads to higher achievement. The second factor which affects a student's ability to make progress is active versus passive learning. Students need to adopt an effective method for learning new material, but passive learning will slow down your progress. Examples of passive learning include reading books, listening to audio and watching videos, listening to a teacher in class and taking notes in class. All of these methods will result in very slow progress for the average IELTS student. In contrast, 
Examples of active learning include revising and summarizing notes, asking questions in class, uh, understanding the relationships between different topics, participating in class practice and discussions, and researching new information on a topic. Active learning is so effective uh, because it requires a student to think about a particular topic and put their knowledge into practice. This improves both comprehension and long-term memory. So, how can students use active learning techniques in IELTS? Well, firstly, for your speaking skills, practice developing and giving your opinion on a wide range of IELTS topics such as crime, education, the environment, healthcare, and cities. Listen carefully to your partner in class and then ask them follow-up questions. Uh, this will help to test your listening skills and improve your understanding of part three. If you're studying at home by yourself, make sure you practice as much as possible and try to get feedback from an experienced IELTS teacher by doing mock tests online. Secondly, in terms of writing, for task one, you must practice the language needed to accurately describe visual information. So it's important to focus on tenses and changes over time, or changes in a geographical area, or describing the stages of a process. For task two, develop your ideas and opinions on a wide range of IELTS essay questions. What about reading? Well, when you've completed a reading passage in class, review your incorrect answers at home and identify the correct answer from the passage. Also, you can construct keyword tables with the underlying keywords from the questions and their synonyms from the passage. Finally, what techniques can you use for listening? Firstly, use the time before the audio begins to predict, which is not the same as guessing, what the answers could be. Think about grammar, for example, is it a noun, adjective or verb? And also think about vocabulary. Secondly, listen again and identify the expressions and keywords which lead to the correct answer. If you need help with this, look at the audio script as you listen. The third factor which slows down students' progress is a lack of feedback. This obviously affects students studying by themselves, but also many language schools uh, do not provide effective feedback in the classroom. An effective IELTS course shows you the exact weaknesses that will cost you marks in the exam. Students have to understand what they need to do to achieve their target band score, and a good teacher will provide individual feedback specific to your work so you can learn how to improve. Also, a final exam does not help students to understand their weaknesses, measure their progress, or know their band score throughout a course. It helps a language school place you on another course and whether or not you're ready to take the IELTS exam. Effective feedback will involve continuous assessment using actual exam questions, and students will need to keep a detailed record of their progress in all four skills. Most students, especially those who study alone or online, are taking the IELTS exam more than once, even three or four times. This isn't necessary if you get good feedback. Remember, if you don't know exactly where you're going wrong, 
you won't be able to improve. The final area, techniques, is often considered by students to be the most important, but is actually the least important and misunderstood. Most students think that techniques such as tips, tricks, and advice can give you a high score in the IELTS exam. But learning tips and tricks is not going to help you with these two important techniques. Firstly, preparation, which is the ability to manage and schedule your time, prioritize what is important in your studies, and solve problems. And secondly, skills. And by skills, I don't mean the most common things you see on websites, such as word lists, or phrases, or structures, and model answers. So, what skills are valuable in IELTS? Well, you should study at your current level. Make sure you use authentic and official materials which are graded for your current band score. Become an independent learner. Prepare an effective daily study plan and learn from your mistakes. Use deliberate practice for learning vocabulary and the best way to do this is to study topics and practice all four skills at the same time. In this way, you get the chance to use the vocabulary that you have learnt. Don't waste time uh, learning very informal, for example, slang or technical words or even idioms. These are not necessary for the IELTS exam and will probably reduce your band score. Finally, make sure you can pronounce and spell the vocabulary you're learning. Thanks for watching. If you learned something from this video, please subscribe and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.